0: Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind.
1: I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed
0: around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people, of the world, and especially the United States your host Ryan Gable and you're listening to the secret teachings radio right here on the fringe fm you can catch the show 5 nights a week monday through friday at the moment the secret teachings is on the road still tonight again broadcasting from rachel nevada tuesday may 11th 2021 if you'd like to contact the show the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. Social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And our website, of course, is www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find our full list of broadcasts. You can listen to the show. You can stream it after it airs. It's all on the website, along with our top news stories, my books, and more. www.thesecretteachings.info. I am your host again, Ryan Gable. I'm joined this evening once again by my best friend and fiance, Hope, who has been traveling the country with me. We decided to take a cross-country trip many, many months ago. Kind of planned it. Had a general route. We knew it was going to take us through the desert. I know that you liked the desert. Preferable to all other places we've been so far. Is that accurate?
1: Definitely accurate. I love Why do you, why do you the like desert. the desert so much? It's just like... I don't know. It's quiet. It's kind of isolated. It's hot all the time. That was one thing when we're starting to go north again. I was like, oh, no, we're going to have to deal with weather and weather and rain. And it's not going to be 100 degrees and sunny every day.
0: (laughs) It does get cool in the desert if you can find some shade or the wind blows.
1: Yeah. at night I've noticed the desert every night. the, The wind just comes over the mountains, the cold air. And it gets so windy once the sun goes down.
0: We didn't really have much of an idea of where we were, where we were going. We had a general, uh, I think a general plan. We're just kind of letting things happen. I didn't plan on staying out here in Nevada for more than a day, but they had open availability, and I have always wanted to do radio out here in the desert. Did a couple of shows in Phoenix last week. but
1: Have you never done radio while you've been in Rachel?
0: Not while I've been in Rachel, no. I've done radio in uh, Tucson when I lived there for about six months. That's the only radio I've ever done in the desert. Is it, does it feel different? It feels very different because of the the energy and the lore around the desert and around, well, especially around parts of Nevada, not just Area Fifty One, but Parumpth, Nevada. You know where Art Bell broadcast from for so many years. Um, and I'm not like an Art Bell fan per se. I t- I kind of I appreciate Art Bell as much as I appreciate. Rush Limbaugh I don't really like Rush Limbaugh I like Art Bell a lot more than Rush Limbaugh or you know any radio show whether it's political or paranormal I'd listen to people that are very famous and popular over the years and I kind of take little bits and I try to learn from them you know Mm -hmm. and I've done that over the years but yeah there's there's so much there's magic in the desert and there's magic in the forest and there's magic near the oceans but there's something about the desert to me that I feel drawn to so I love it out here hope
1: I know. I know. I can see how happy you are out here. And I know listeners have commented, like you can just hear in your voice that you're so much happier. They have, but they
0: they also said it was because you were here too. And that's true, but the desert gets some credit. You don't get all the credit, I don't think. I think the desert gets some of the credit. And I have to say that... I think the desert might get more. The desert gets more credit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also, I I think that you're happier too.
1: Mm -hmm. The sun and that it's warm, like it was windy this morning and rachel and i was like oh it's cold i'm such a pansy now
0: (laughs) i know and it's probably like 75 degrees outside
1: i'm so dreading going back to new york
0: oh on the last show i said i hated new york
1: i just now you hate new york i'm from new york i've lived there my whole life not the city not in the city but in the surrounding area but this is it that's just where my home is my whole family's there so i have been a little bit homesick but Along with that comes returning back to our not-so-great-work situation and having to move everything and just it being cold and gray. There's no sun for like six months. And there really isn't. That's something that I've really appreciated out here is that it's, there's always sun.
0: So that's part of the magic of it. You just don't feel depressed and suicidal. Right. Not, not you. I'm just saying in, in general, general, anybody. Yeah. You don't feel like, you know, it's not like that Portlandia episode where you have to ch- chase the sun, right? you know, and you go down from two antidepressants to one. Right. In, in the, in in the, the summer, summer, I just go down to one. One antidepressant. Now, I love the desert for those reasons and more. We didn't really have much of a plan, but we traveled. We're staying in Rachel for a couple of nights and we're going to head back up north and then across the country back to the occupied territory that is new york state and in the process i've taken the radio equipment with us and we've done some radio on the road this is travel log number six Mm -hmm. travel log number six may 11th 2021 this is great just this isn't just for you listeners this is for me this is for hope we want to listen to this yeah it'll be
1: a record for our travels and we can listen to it years later and it's fun hopefully our kids can listen to it
0: maybe the kids can listen to it i'm sure fox Fox, would love to hear fox would want to hear i mean i get him little things everywhere we go Mm-hmm. be like, hey, buddy, I was thinking of you when we were at the Grand Canyon.
1: You're going to get him an alien?
0: Oh, the plush alien? I am mm-hmm. i don't know if I should get him the, bl- the blow-up one or if I should get him the, like, the plush doll. I think I'm going to get him the plush doll. The plush
1: doll. one, yeah. He'll, he would, re- he'll eat the plastic one. He'll pop it, and then I'll he'll be him. sad. And...
0: <laughs> he'll, need, he'll need another one, then we'll have to come back out here. I could order it online, but...
1: It's not the same.
0: It's not the same as coming out here to get it. Last night on the show, we talked about UFOs, the New Age community, raves, and other festivals.
1: festival scene and we, the be- social media influence on those scenes and how the their overlap has kind of formed.
0: Yeah, there's a strange overlap between even politics, like people that are more liberal, Democrat, that are interested in UFOs. And we talked about how you go to a certain point in that ideology, you transcend it. You end up in the new age community. You're not concerned about masks. You're not really concerned about Republicans. You're not really concerned about Trump if you're a Democrat. And then you eventually transcend that. And you either go so far that you come back around and you become conservative again, or you just end up strung out on drugs. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, you go one direction or the other. There right. aren't it's a, a lot of options. The, yeah, you hit the fork in the road. Yeah. Really. That's my theory. I think that's how people progress through this. And I haven't. I haven't really been able to find a place where I belong in any of these communities. I get the idea of crystals. I understand water has incredible properties. You told the story last night of the of the baby toy mm-hmm. that people in Sedona were using to amplify their water. I don't know if I believe a baby toy increases yeah, the I frequency. Think, I
1: didn't mention it, but he said he was going to put it on like the water tanks of people's houses or like establishments. And their water is just going to magically be purified or whatever.
0: It's going to have a higher frequency, Yes. think, right? Yes. So we talked about all that last night. That's on travel log number five. And we ended the show talking about something called Memorandum 6751. Now, this is interesting for a lot of reasons. One, we discussed this last night. Memorandum 6751 is about UFOs and arguably what we would call ultra-terrestrials. Beings that are not from a physical plane, a physical planet as we know it. They would be from or something from a
1: different dimension.
0: Something from a different dimension, precisely. And we talked about that briefly at the end of the show. And you said you wanted to know more about UFOs. Mm-hmm. I don't think you... have you not read this? No, I have I not haven't. talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. So I put this in my book, The Technological Elixir. And we have talked about it on occasion here on the show, mostly because of Roswell, because this document was dated July 8th of 1947, which is a day after the infamous Roswell crash, though Roswell was really a series of events over a series of different locations. It wasn't one particular event, one day, one location. So this was a military document from July 8th of 1947, Memorandum 6751. And I'm going to read you just a little bit of it. And... Compared to other things we've heard about, UFOs and aliens and Roswell, this is uniquely different than all of those things. It's uniquely different than your History Channel shows, your Discovery Channel shows, and all of the documentaries you'll see on Netflix. It's uniquely different because it doesn't talk about aliens or UFOs in the same way, it doesn't mock them, dismiss them. It's an acceptance of something that the military clearly knew or had some information on way before Roswell. So here's what it says. There are eight points listed in this document, and it states the following. This is from the document, July 8, 1947, Memorandum 6751. It states this. The principal data concerning these craft is now at hand and must be offered no matter how fantastic and unintelligible it may seem to minds not previously instructed in thinking of this type. So even if you personally, this isn't what the document was suggesting, but I'm suggesting that even if you're not interested or you didn't know a lot about UFOs, I think this is a great piece of evidence to start with, especially for you, Hope, because you're not really from this community per se, but you did watch ancient aliens, right? Right. You liked ancient aliens. I do. (laughs) Here are the eight points. That's what the military said. Part of the disks carry crews. Others are under remote control. Number two, their mission is peaceful. The visitors contemplate settling on this plane. Not planet, this plane. These visitors, number three, are human-like but much larger in size. Number four, they are not ex-carnate Earth people but come from their own world. Number five, they do not come from any planet, as we use the word, but from an etheric planet which interpenetrates with our own and is not perceptible to us that's like you said on the last show interdimensional it's Mm, another dimension
1: a different different astral plane different dimension
0: number six the bodies of the visitors and the craft also automatically materialize on entering the vibratory rate of our dense matter that would suggest that craft that just vanish in the blink of an eye dematerialize in our dense material world different vibratory rate they change vibration they disappear Number seven, the disks possess a type of radiant energy or a ray which will easily disintegrate any attacking ship. That is very much like War of the Worlds. They re enter the etheric at will and so simply disappear from our vision without trace. Number eight, the final part the region from which they come is not the astral plane, but corresponds to the locus or the talus. Students of esoteric matters will understand these terms. That just basically means another dimension. Locas or talos another dimension another plane of existence so this is what the military said in the 1940s 1947 when everybody's concerned about the air force the army air force and the the crash disc supposedly and then the air force said they didn't have a disc and it became this whole thing what do you personally think about this not having come from this community and having knowing about you know storming area 51 from the rave scene you know not that you were a big raver What do you think of the, this is the military openly acknowledging aliens and UFOs, but just not in any way that is like something you'd see on the history channel or the discovery channel. And this is one of those documents that's not really discussed on those kinds of shows. That makes me question.
1: I feel like, I feel like this document is more legitimate in that sense that it's not talked about and it's not really popularized in a way that it can be misconstrued. I think that it's, very possible like i definitely don't buy well it's it's hard to determine if it's really other planets but i like that i i tend to agree more with the idea that it's a different plane and that they can another dimension another dimension that it can come and go as it please. because that's as i mentioned you can like access those kinds of dimensions through psychedelics or at least that's what people believe
0: and so two years before that, you had the detonation of atomic bombs, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945, August 6th, August 9th, 1945. You had the Trinity bomb that was detonated at White Sands, your favorite national park. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very, very far up north. It's like two hours from where White Sands Park is. And there's, uh, there's like a a memorial uh, commemorating plaque out there. You have to get, like, national security permission to even go out there. And they have, like, two events a year if you're a U.S. citizen. But that's where they detonated the Trinity bomb, way up there near White Sands. So it was 1945, July and August 1945. That was two years before Roswell. So, and, and it's also July 16th was when they detonated the Trinity bomb. So basically two years to the date, minus a few days we have the Roswell crash, and then we have this military document coming out. So two years from those atomic bombs detonated, many people have theorized that those atomic bombs ripped open a hole in space-time. They allowed for something to come into our world. I think in um, Twin Peaks, they disc- it was just pure evil that came into our world. I didn't watch Twin Peaks much, but otherwise we had an influx of UFO sightings. So whether they're alien or whether they're government, There are clearly things that you won't hear about on your typical TV shows. It's not because they're covering something up per se, but these are things like you said that they just seem a little more believable and it also brings us, I think, balance within the realm of people that are like, everything's a UFO spaceship from another dimension and people that say that type of thing doesn't exist. I think they're both wrong. That's where I get in trouble Mm -hmm. because I don't believe either side.
1: But do you believe more along the lines of something that's said in this memorandum
0: the memorandum to me makes a little more sense and what what is interesting to me is when we were in vegas we were boots walking through vegas we don't we don't gamble or or drink mm-hmm. but we're walking through vegas because we were coming out here to rachel and i had had two dreams uh that that night and the night before we went to went to vegas and i told you that that i had these numbers in my head
1: mm-hmm. yeah it was Fifty-seven, sixteen, and zero. Zero was like, the second like, dream. Oh, I should have bet these numbers in Vegas. <laughs> these were the my numbers. Vegas numbers.
0: <laughs> I don't know why fifty-seven, sixteen were in my head, and then I had another dream a few nights ago, and it was like zero. And so fifty-seven, sixteen, zero. And then you pointed this out to me when we were talking about doing the show tonight, May eleventh, Tuesday, twenty twenty-one. We talked about ufos in the new age community last night and being out here in rachel nevada near area 51 and then you pointed out something about this memorandum
1: <laughs> yeah what is it it's 65
0: 67, 51, 67
1: 51, which so. are the
0: dream numbers
1: yeah just a little bit backwards and split
0: i don't know what that means if anybody has an opinion on what that means you can email me at rdgable yahoo.com i don't know what to think of that
1: i think that it was you knew it was in your book and you knew that it discussed ufos and Kind of aliens and whatnot, and sub- like subconsciously you pieced it together because you knew we were coming out here.
0: I, think. I might have done that, sixty-seven, fifty-one, and that was basically the the numbers in my dreams. Mm-hmm. I don't really dream a lot about stuff like that. That just kind of that was a little bit bizarre.
1: Yeah, your dreams are normally a lot more realistic. <laughs> like you, early on in the trip, you had a dream that you woke up in your bed in Bloomfield, and I I <laughs> you were so sad.
0: Two times on Twice. the trip, i woke up in New York and it was just, I was petrified. <laughs> I, I was like panicking.
1: It's either that or like Bill Gates is trying to kill you, like actively trying to kill you in your dream.
0: I had that dream. I did have a dream where Bill Gates was physically, like Bill Gates himself was coming after me to kill me. <laughs> he had goons. I didn't have any weapons. I remember I had like a piece of glass that I was trying to fight his goons off with in the dream. I don't <laughs> You can imagine what it's like for Hope living and spending time with me. Right, Based I know. On one of her <laughs> is,
1: She was like, "How do you sleep at night?" I was like, I don't. I don't really.
0: She sleeps snuggled up. We we snuggle up. That's how we. That's how we sleep at night. <laughs> but do you sleep? That's the question. Do you actually sleep? Oh yeah, you do sleep like a rock. You, yeah, you you sleep pretty well. But I'll tell you what. uh All these topics, aliens, UFOs, the New Age community, the things we talked about last night, and what I wanted to start the show with tonight, these are all things that have fascinated me throughout my life, and I know it's probably fascinated a lot of you listening, Um, and I also know, I don't want to speak for you, but you've told me that you were very interested in conspiracies, and what exactly have you been interested in in your life, things that are abnormal, and why were you interested in those things?
1: Uh, just like well because i've always been kind of involved in like the nutrition and health kind of community i guess if you want to call it not really a community but that's just something that's interested me so i knew about like what's in the water and i knew about what's in the what's in the water the fluoride the chlorine the pharmaceuticals the pesticides
0: birth control
1: yeah so that
0: corroding pipes
1: exactly like i I was aware of that kind of stuff and that's not a conspiracy. Like that's just the truth. Like our water is not clean. You should purify your water. You should be aware of what you're eating in terms of like, you know, organic food and less processed things because of certain additives or preservatives or colors or whatever that's put into the food. That's generally recognized as safe, but yeah, it's G and they have no um, like proof or long-term evidence that it is safe. They're just like, we don't have any, proof that it's unsafe at the moment it's the same thing with the vaccines going on right now the jabs so
0: it's the same it's like thing. we don't
1: have any long-term evidence so we can only assume that it's safe but that's such backward science and if you're risking your life to do that
0: think about it you like should this what, be aware. What, what when when nasa was putting together space shuttles before the shuttle program was really shut down you think that they just built it and the astronauts are like all right we're ready and they're like all right um we didn't test it uh, we just assume that the heat panels are on there securely, and mm-hmm. we assume that the capsules are you know if it's a rocket, the capsules are working or the shuttle's going to work we we're, We assume the landing gear is going to come down when you when you land we 're not really sure right that 's not science No, <laughs> that 's not science that 's fraud and mm-hmm. theft and murder but go ahead but
1: from from that, like I knew about that kind of stuff in terms of conspiracies, and then I, especially with the beginning of like the so-called pandemic I was like this is all a distraction they're really doing something else like there's no way that this is real that it's actually killing this many people like I I was aware of that I was skeptical of the narrative and I've always been very skeptical of like mainstream media I know that it's not true Um, and I think we mentioned on one of the past travelogues one of the first things we talked about was chemtrails I like brought it up you brought it yeah, up yeah I brought it yeah, up so you did well I've just all, been aware of that kind of stuff
0: all those things that you mentioned and then the things that I mentioned I I've always said on on shows where I um, talk about those particular kinds of topics I have started in so many different areas of research and I always just come back around and it's funny because I started a lot of my research in food as well mm-hmm. and the paranormal and UFOs and ancient history But I started in food as well, and I came to similar conclusions that you came to starting in food. Because once you study and investigate and read about the food industry, whether it's the meat industry, the dairy industry, processed food, they use the same kinds of tactics, psychological and otherwise. Yeah,
1: advertising, marketing. Exactly, it's the same thing. Exploiting human nature, desire for salt, sugar, and high-calorie-dense foods for survival.
0: Same thing that the military does when they run PR. It's the same thing that mainstream media does when they try to sell you drugs or they try to sell you an idea or a concept or Mm -hmm. a political view.
1: It's a lot of distraction, a lot of bait and switch.
0: It is. It's just psychological warfare. Psychologists really run and control the world. And now with new technology to implant thoughts in people's brains directly, uh, that was, I think, the Wall Street Journal just a few days ago implanting thoughts if they can implant a thought they can remove a thought i mean these are things that are that, that are the basis about, of science fiction talk
1: about gaslighting <laughs> talk about <laughs> gaslighting yeah
0: exactly uh they, it's a whole nother level of inception mm-hmm. they can implant thoughts and remove thoughts i mean that's stuff like that's how the first uh episode of fringe the tv show started out they they tried to pull thoughts out of this guy's head it's a was really that good that tv show bad.
1: i thought that was a tv show that you said was bad
0: Fringe, yeah, no, for, I thought Fringe was pretty good. It was okay. kind of quirky, okay, but it was very science based.
1: I don't know. We'll have to watch it sometime.
0: Fringe, mm-hmm. yeah, Fringe is a pretty good show. I don't know. There's a lot of shows I don't like. I probably made negative commentary towards <laughs> towards <laughs> one or another. So, so my point is though, you started in food, and then you start to see all these other things, mm-hmm. and so you can start in ufology, and you can follow the same train of thought, and you can arrive at all of these different these different ideas or different thoughts. I think what it really is, is you start to learn to think for yourself and you realize whether you start in ufology or you start in food or whatever it might be, you realize that things that you've been told and popular opinions and things that we call facts are not always the way that we've been told and they're not always what the popular opinion is and they're not always really factual. And then you start to really think for yourself truly Mm -hmm. and then you can think about everything for yourself and you start to realize that nothing really fits together the way that you thought or the way that you were told, or the way that other people believe.
1: Or it can go the other way. And then you just doubt yourself even more and start to feed into that. If you go narrative. too far. Yeah. Well, if not, if you go too far, but if you're sensitive to like people telling you like you're crazy or whatever, then you start to believe they plant that thought in your head. You're like, Oh, maybe I am crazy for believing things that everyone else doesn't believe, even though you, have evidence to support
0: it right well if i showed some people memorandum 6751 i i know that the kinds of reactions i would get from certain people would be you photoshopped that it, it looks like a very good document so i appreciate the compliment i guess <laughs> or you made that up i don't know how i made something up that was declassified from the military but okay it's just ways to justify things that right. they don't understand I'm not saying that this document means one thing or another. I'm just simply saying it's a different story and it's one that we don't really hear. Those are the stories that I'm really interested in. I want the different perspective. I want to see the things that we don't get to talk about a lot or that aren't really appreciated and accepted. You know, like Ancient Aliens is based a lot on Eric Von Daniken and Zachariah Sitchin's work. And yes, groundbreaking as it is. Ancient Aliens has literally become like this cult religion. Not not the TV show, but the ideology of it. And when you have a cult religion, you become zealous about it. You You don't really allow yourself the leeway to figure out that maybe some things you believe are wrong. Other things might very well be true. But there's a lot more to it than that. Could be UFOs. Could be food. We find the same thing in the food industry when we study that. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, May 11th, Tuesday, 2021. I'm here with my good friend, my best friend, I would say.
1: The best friend? You're
0: the best Uh, friend. An honor. And fiance, Hope. We're talking about Memorandum 6751. We are traveling across the United States, so if you're just tuning in for the first time or one of the first times tonight, The Secret Teachings usually sounds a little bit differently. We're usually in studio. It's usually a solid two-hour show. It's always a solid two-hour show, Monday through Friday. Uh, but since we've been traveling, it's been easier to do these one hour travel log shows. Uh, and we've had a lot of people who have emailed us, uh, whether it's a congratulations on being engaged or it's a congratulations on getting to travel across the whole country. Mm -hmm. Uh, or, you know, people yelling at me because their subscription login (laughs) didn't work because they forgot their password or something like that. Sometimes the website gets funky, uh, I will try to get back to you as soon as possible. And all of those, I've, I've responded to everyone that's come in so far. Uh, but we got a couple of other, other people who have been emailing us. I wanted to give up uh, a shout out to some of these people. Uh, Mark S. I couldn't pronounce Mark's last name. Do You want to give it a shot?
1: I, I couldn't, even if I wanted to.
0: Mark Panic. I'm sorry, Mark. I, can, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Mark is in the Chicago area.
1: Why? I don't know.
0: I don't know why Mark's there. He says, Congrats on getting engaged. I can honestly say that hearing these travel log shows, your voice sounds so happy. That is 97% hope, 3% desert. <laughs> the anger is 100% New York and California and Oregon and Washington State. And most cities we've been to, Austin, Texas.
1: Austin wasn't that bad, honestly, in terms of, like, you you could go in a store.
0: we One store, but we, you were sleeping in the car and I went in the store and then we drove out of the city.
1: I was very sick.
0: You did. I know you didn't feel that good. Jody Barnes says, dear Ryan and hope. I knew it. I knew it. I knew there was something special between you two. I'm so excited for you. Jody lives up in the wonderful state of Oregon and uh, extended an invitation to us in Oregon. So thank you, Jody. Thank you, Mark. Um, I will get back to you if you haven't gotten an email by the time you hear this show. I will get back to you as soon as possible. Uh, another listener from... Actually, I gave Sean a shout-out on another show. Sean from Texas. And Sean had some very lovely things to say in his other email. Sean's the guy with the cool wife.
1: Ah, oh, nice. Was yeah. Sean the one who lived... Near the I-10, near near the the border. He lived
0: near the border, yep. And he said uh, some very nice things about you, me, and the show. He says, I don't know how other listeners feel about this, but he says he's the number one fan. (laughs) It says it in the email, doesn't it? It does. Sean Holisher, I think is how you pronounce it, Sean H. Sean Sean. H., number one fan. Him and his wife have been together for a very long time. They were high school sweethearts. Look at that. Sweet. That's a good email. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Uh, I got a lot of people on Facebook too. So thank you so much for emailing us and uh, making me feel like there are people listening. I think there are people listening. I think there have been people listening for a long time. I've noticed one thing about the secret teachings over the years. People are scared to associate with the show who are bigger names because of, for whatever reason, I don't know. I never figured it out. Not sure why. Am I aggressive
1: When I first listened to the show before I knew you, I was a little taken aback. I was like, "This he's he's scary. He sounds mean." Am I
0: really scary? I'm not a scary guy. Roll on the floor with Fox and have a good time with him.
1: You're not, but you definitely come across scary and very serious. And I think the word that I used was pensive.
0: You used. I learned that word from you. Like you just
1: look like you're always thinking about something, and you look pissed about something or other which is usually probably the case but that's a fact you you do come across kind of angry but you're not i'm
0: not really that angry
1: you're just a just a guy i mean
0: i'm just a guy i like playing with my son i like reading books i like the sound of desert sand and rock on my shoe that crunch sound (laughs) i like making food i'm just a guy here's a question for you have you ever seen a ufo no. you never seen a UFO?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Do you want to see a UFO?
1: Yeah, I would love to.
0: How do you define UFO personally?
1: Personally, something that you, well, I guess if you identify as a UFO, is that even a UFO anymore?
0: That's a fair point. So you're saying even if we identify the object that's unidentified as being a UFO, is it no longer unidentified? Now it's just a UFO or a UFO? Does that take on a whole nother dimension? You're speaking in multiple dimensions. This is riddles, three-dimensional, or is it four-dimensional chess? This is very (laughs) complicated.
1: But no, I've never seen anything to that degree. I really also haven't seen, like I've never really seen ghosts or anything paranormal in that way.
0: That was going to be another question, so you've never seen anything bizarre? No. Nothing, nothing at all. Have you had any paranormal-like experiences?
1: Not that I remember. I really have not experienced anything.
0: You lived a very, very interesting life then. I don't know. I I grew up with all of that. I didn't, not UFOs, but paranormal things. I had a lot of bizarre experiences as a kid.
1: There may have been one time I do remember that I woke up in the middle of the night and there was like a dark outline at the end of my bed.
0: A shadow person? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like small. It was like peeking over the edge of my bed at me.
0: Well, that's terrifying. Can you go into some more detail about that? (laughs) That's That's very scary. That's like
1: the one thing. It was just like a dart and it didn't move. So then... It might
0: have been a shadow. Yeah,
1: exactly. I just like (laughs) justified it to myself, but it could have been something. I don't know, but I just went back to sleep. I I remember it was on Easter though.
0: Even if it was something...
1: I don't know if that has any significance.
0: It may have significance. The veil is a little thin. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you see something at the edge of your bed, something shadowy. And it's not just at the edge of your bed, it's peeking over the bed.
1: Yeah, like right at the edge of my bed.
0: Knowing like, you, you would justify it.
1: Right. And be like, "Yeah, it's just hanging out."
0: Which I think is pro- if it feels wrong or if it feels invasive, that's probably the best way to deal with it anyway, is to ignore it and not give it any attention, mm-hmm. no energy. You're an expert.
1: <laughs> well, that's what we said. We were watching um the original Blair Witch Project, and they touched the one thing, and we were both like, no, why don't would touch you touch it? it? Don't, don't don't touch, touch it! Sticks. Don't touch it. Don't move it. Don't do anything with it because then you're giving it your energy. You're giving it your attention. They're going to come after you.
0: I've never seen the Blair Witch until we watched it here in Rachel. I've never, i never, the, the original. Mm-hmm. I saw that remake they did. Never saw the original. Did you
1: prefer, which one did you prefer?
0: the The, the new one is more drawn out and intense the old one i think it came out in the 90s the blair witch project the original it
1: might have been the 80s Come in the, the 80s the i don't know i
0: thought it was the 90s either way it came out decades ago mm-hmm. um i think i was a young little kid and but when that movie came out i heard about how scary it was and i imagine for the time it was probably you know very it's just scary the,
1: it's just the mystery the unknown and that it's just like camcorder footage and
0: but I thought it was more artistic it was more artistic than the new one Mm -hmm. but I I liked it I thought it was an interesting movie and when it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be but that's probably because I've been desensitized with other types of scary movies and going back and watching like if I went to watch Nosferatu now that's not going to be probably pretty scary Mm -hmm. you know or I don't know Jaws is pretty scary when you go in the ocean (laughs) yeah I know well that's
1: that's what we said it's it's only it was only scary because we're going to be camping the next few days. That's true. <laughs> we're going to That's be true. camping all up the west coast. So
0: and that scene where their tent's shaking that
1: happened to us in where was it right after White Sands? So it was in New Mexico. Right out
0: New Mexico. Yeah, right near what was the campground called? Aguaire Aguaire Springs
1: Campground. It was like up on a mountain. It was it was beautiful. I loved it. That was probably one of my favorite nights that we've had. But the the wind in the tent it was shaking like we had to hold our tent down. And if we weren't in it, it would have blown away. And it was the exact It, really would it was have. like the same thing that happened in
0: Blair Witch. Luckily, we saw the Blair Witch after. after. You had seen it before. I had.
1: I didn't remember that scene. I remembered it being a lot scarier than it was this time watching it.
0: If I was out there in the woods and I was lost like that, I'd be making a magic circle. I'd be praying nonstop. And I'd be saying incantations. There's no way I would just keep wandering through the woods and touching the weird things that were in the shape of people. Why would you do that? No. <laughs> you don't touch those things. Make a circle. Say a prayer. Exercise the evil. Perform the banishing ritual of the pentagram. Pentagram. Do something. Don't just wander around. And don't throw maps out.
1: Don't kick the map in don't the Don't kick the
0: map in the creek. That's the lesson <laughs> I learned in that movie. Don't kick the map in the creek. You know what? We, on our travels, we kind of have not really, we've not been lost, but we've just kind of been wandering like we've been lost. We've been all over the place. And I got some emails from listeners several of them, I'd say half a dozen uh, emails and then maybe another dozen of people maybe more than that on Facebook. I can't check Facebook a lot because I don't have a lot of um, access to the internet. The signal's been on and off as we've traveled but a lot of people have sincerely asked, you know, not just with masks and social distancing and things like this but as you've traveled is it worth traveling during a so-called pandemic Mm -hmm. and is it something that you know, you hope or me, if we can express, you know, what might be the best places, the best place to go, the best stores or restaurants or the best states. So I don't know if you want to talk about that for the remainder of the show tonight.
1: Yeah, I think it really depends on what you want to do when you travel, because our, kind of what we wanted to do was go to a lot of parks and just kind of get out, see landscapes, see desert, kind of, at least I wanted to travel and see, different places because I'd never really traveled out West and I wanted to experience that before we decide like where we want to settle and whatnot. Um, But if you, if you're trying to do like national parks, there's really no problem. We've had no issue with going in federal buildings or anything like that because obviously they, they know the law. So yeah, the
0: federal order says that it has to, to wear a mask. It has to be within the, the applicable state laws and federal laws that are already established. It's, it's basically a strongly worded, recommendation Mm -hmm. is is all that the mask thing is for the from the federal government that doesn't mean on planes they're not going to fight you but for federal buildings that are state parks or or some state parks are also federal but for state parks that are federal and for federal parks like national parks there's been no issue at all
1: Mm -mm.
0: no issue at all i mean we've gone to white sands the grand canyon we've gone yorktown 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 they were even the guy working there had a mask on that said like this mask doesn't work or something. No, like
1: that. he said. Um, it at the museum, the American Revolutionary Museum, it said a, it said, "Keep calm, I'm vaccinated." Oh,
0: I thought. Okay, you're right. I thought you were talking about the other. Okay, yes, at the at the at the museum. Okay, that's what the guy had on. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep calm, vaccinated. Right.
1: I'm like, okay, stay stay away. <laughs> they
0: were not. They were not concerned in that place about you know the the Revolutionary War Museum. We just had to ask, and yeah, they gave, us, they us, a gave sticker. us a
1: sticker. So people wouldn't bother us. And we saw a couple other people in there.
0: So we went down very quickly here. Then let's, let's recap. We went down from Rochester, New York to Morgantown, West Virginia. We've gone from West Virginia. uh, We went to Harper's Ferry first. Harper's Ferry.
1: Well, we were in Allegheny first.
0: Okay. I'm messing up already. So Rochester. You, you, You tell the folks, where have we been?
1: We started in Rochester, New York, and then we went to Allegheny State Park, the, um, Pennsylvania side It's too
0: close to New York I forgot about <laughs> it I, I wrote it off
1: <laughs> And then from there We were going to go to Morgantown But then we decided to Kind of change our route Go to Harper's Ferry Because we wanted to go to Kelly's family farm kitchen Kelly's farm kitchen Kelly's I farm, think. Or something Whatever it was called But delicious food So really happy we did that From there we went to Morgantown For a couple of days No
0: issues in Morgantown No issues at the Kroger
1: No I don't think anybody even said anything to us And then from there, we went to Yorktown.
0: Went to Yorktown, Virginia. No issue there.
1: Did we stop in Richmond before?
0: We stopped to have dinner with 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 a friend. friend.
1: And there they kind of gave us a little bit of an issue because we had to walk through an archway.
0: Oh, no. To to go sit down
1: outside to take our masks off. And they temperature checked us, but whatever.
0: Well, we didn't put the masks on. No, no,
1: no, we didn't because it's I showed silly. her that
0: I showed her the law and she was like, "Oh, I've never heard of that before." It's like, "Well, then you're arbitrarily enforcing masks and you don't know the law?"
1: Mm-hmm. Well, but the, then from there we went to Yorktown. We are around there had no no troubles.
0: No troubles in Yorktown. That was federal. Mm-hmm. There was no trouble there. And we went down the coast.
1: Went down the coast. We went through the Carolinas. Just drove through quick. Yeah, We didn't
0: didn't have much of much time in the Carolinas Mm -hmm. down, but we got down into Georgia. We stopped in Savannah Savannah,
1: and that was fine. No issues in Savannah.
0: Except for the restaurant, the restaurant you walked. into. Oh yeah. The restaurant
1: they, we, it was like a bougie little cafe thing, delicious food, but they made me put a mask on to pay for my food when I could have just like given them my card, had them go run it, brought it back out. I don't know. It's just like, more and more, like the more places we go and see how illogical it is, and it's like you have to have a mask to walk in the door, but then you walk like four feet to your right and sit down at the bar,
0: and it's Everybody, all over. You can take everybody's the mask there off.
1: sitting at the bar without a mask on. I don't know. It's so arbitrary. It's so idiotic.
0: We went. Savannah was one of your favorite places, mm-hmm. wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I loved Savannah. It was really beautiful.
0: And then we go to St. Augustine, which we, we didn't get to really experience. That kind
1: of a bust, but
0: then we went from st augustine to where we go. We went to orlando. orlando
1: which was the first place that we really had trouble when we were trying to stay at the hotel
0: yeah the, they 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 gave us a lot of trouble not just because of the masks but because we had called about a an online deal and that was a big issue
1: it was a whole thing
0: it was a thing whatever it there, feels
1: so long ago there
0: was a cockroach in the in the refrigerator.
1: Yeah.
0: This was at the Rose Inn, by the way. Rose Inn. The Rose, Rose Inn, Inn, Inn. Rose Inn Inn. Mm-hmm. Didn't, I don't like Orlando, really. So. Yeah.
1: So didn't like Orlando. And then from there, we went to St. Pete.
0: We went to St. Pete.
1: For the day. Couldn't find a place to stay in St. Pete because apparently, it's outrageously it's outrageous, expensive. expensive to stay there. So then we drove down to Fort Myers, hung out with my friend, stayed there for two nights.
0: Two nights. Everglades. Uh,
1: yeah, we went to Naples. We went to the Everglades down there. That was fine. As I think we've talked about, seat yeah. to table, so that was no issues there. Obviously, seat
0: to table restaurant was fun. And then we drove up all across the South. I didn't particularly like Louisiana.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't either. I didn't like Louisiana. I didn't like the dead dog outside of the gas station. There
0: was there's a dead dog
1: on the side of the road,
0: not decaying, not. De- just, no, just like there. somebody
1: dumped it or something, but whatever. Um, so we did that and then we ended up in Texas and the, no, well, after we backtrack after Fort Myers, we went back to St. Pete. Um, cause there was a museum that mm-hmm. I wanted to go to. I really wanted to go to the Dolly museum and we got really lucky and we could, it was like walk up tickets that day. Cause normally you have to buy tickets and it's sold out for months and months. So we got really lucky that we got to go in there. Um, then
0: yeah, we went across the South we went, I mean, Texas was a long, long drive.
1: So, so much driving uh, in Texas. If,
0: if you're in Austin, uh, what was the grocery store? Central market, central market. They didn't care about masks at all. They didn't care about anything like that. They just were like, well, if you feel okay, you can come in. Mm-hmm. And that was an awesome grocery store. They had like a Mount, a literal mountain of kale mm-hmm. in the grocery Mushrooms store. Growing on logs. Mushrooms growing on logs. They had all kinds. That was a really great grocery store. No issue there. We went to, like, LBJ.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stayed with my aunt and uncle, and that was nice. We just chatted with them. They said that we were probably the first family that they had seen, in like, face-to-face in over a year. Yeah, because they've been doing the video calls, kids. right? Yeah, the my family calls. does, like, a weekly video call, which has died down a bit, but they were really excited to see us and to meet you, so... I'm happy that we got to stay with them. They, they were said, excited to meet yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, they were excited. You're, I think it was just you, interacting and being able to host and have people. They were just happy. that
0: Your friend needs. in Florida was excited to meet me, but she barely talked to me.
1: She talked. I think she talked to barely.
0: you. Barely. But she listens to the show.
1: I know. Can we give her a little shout out? You
0: can give her a shout out.
1: Thank you for letting us stay with her, Rachel. I miss you.
0: She, didn't talk. she said I was like a celebrity and that made me feel like I'm not a celebrity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, she has listened to the show and she's turned a lot of people on to The Secret Teachings. Well,
0: welcome to the show. It'll be a little different when we get back. We'll be doing the, the full two-hour shows and mm-hmm. a lot more preparation and, and show themes. So, But then we just went to New Mexico. We went to White Sands. Oh,
1: well, El Paso, they gave us issues.
0: I skipped that place. <laughs> <laughs> it's too close to the border. But yeah. yeah, we went to El Paso. El Paso was kind of a hassle, but we got in. They let us into the places without a mask. Sprouts. No, Sprouts. But we went into like the, the, the hotel was okay. Mm,
1: yeah, everything was okay. Sprouts, for Sprouts
0: Sprouts gave us issue everywhere we went. Every, mm-hmm. every state we've been in, Sprouts is the only place that gave us consistent issue.
1: Right. And when I was in Florida back in February, when I was visiting my friend, they kicked me out of Sprouts. But granted, I was in there for like 40 minutes just Yeah, you were, in browsing, a, you were in there for so, a while. But he came over. They at least let me check out, though. When we were in El Paso, they wouldn't even let you check out. You're halfway through.
0: And yep, she just canceled the transaction the manager did. We're going to tell that story another time, but that's that's an interesting, we'll save that for another mm-hmm. show. That's a very interesting story. But to sum things up, uh, Natural Grocers was a great store. Central Market was a great store. Seed to Table, but that's only in Naples, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whole Foods will let you in if you're interested in Whole Foods, but you have to tell them, I'm not going to wear a mask. I just want the temperature screen. And then they'll just scan your head and
1: let you. I in. think you have to tell them you can't wear a mask because if you say, I'm not going to, or I don't want to, then they can refuse you. But if you say you can't, then you have valid reasoning.
0: And then they'll do the temperature check.
1: Yeah, and then you're good. And they said that, because a manager came up to us and asked us, and he was like, oh, nobody told me that you two came in. And we were like, yeah, well, why don't you just do the temperature check for everybody? I feel like that's more reliable. It's safer if you really want to prevent people from being sick in the store. Because you could walk in with a mask on and have a temperature of 104. Yeah. So.
0: And he said, Well, then people wouldn't wear the mask anymore if we did the temperature check. Isn't that the goal? No, it's not the goal. They want you to be muzzled and they want you to be shamed and they want you to feel insignificant and they don't want you to feel like a human and they want you to act like the Chinese people do, masked indefinitely. Even when in 1952 the Beijing government said, Chinese government in Beijing said, we lied about disease. You don't need to wear a mask. People kept doing it, and now they do it because of pollution. Same exact thing Beijing did back in 1952. But beyond that, Natural Grocers is probably one of my favorite stores. Mm -hmm. Arizona was wonderful. California's uh, don't care. And Mm -hmm. then (laughs) Nevada. (laughs) Nevada's been back and forth. Nevada, they actually eased their and remove some of the restrictions mm-hmm. for the masks. But all the stores I've gone into gas stations, et cetera, none of them were aware of that. Nobody ever informed businesses that like, apparently it wasn't in the media. It was just little tiny news stories I read online about Nevada. Mm-hmm. And, and that's
1: been happening in a lot of States too. I feel like Florida is really the only one that it's publicized or documented that things are happening and that the is signing bills. And,
0: A little Texas, a little Arizona, but yeah, most places we've been that that they have changed their rules recently or changed their guidelines more so. Mm -hmm. Businesses don't know about it. So like
1: and you only know because you're looking it up every time we cross the state line. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I am,
0: I am. Yeah, I mean at first everybody knew it and it was hardcore participation, but now people are so used to it. Now Mm -hmm. the governors in some states like Nevada have reversed course. And people don't care. I'm not talking about businesses that are like, we don't care what the rules are. We're going to enforce it's it just anyway. just that they don't know. They never heard that the governor changed, changed the policy. And they won't ever hear it until it, until people like us inform them and mm-hmm. they well, go that investigate here. it. That
1: happened here in Rachel. Like you mentioned, oh, this changed. And she was like, really? Like, I hope so because I don't want to wear it. Yeah, so.
0: Take the mask off. People look like idiots. I'm going to say it. Yeah. If you wear a mask, you look like an idiot. You look like a moron. And you do not believe in science if you wear a mask. Unless you believe in the science of bacterial pneumonia, you believe in the science of other bacterial infections and hypoxia, then you believe in the science. I'm tired of the masks. I'm tired of the shaming. I'm not talking about shaming people for not or for doing it. I'm talking about the shame masking, the 18th century shame masking, where people don't do things that are socially acceptable, so they have to shame themselves. I'm tired of the ritual. I'm tired of the anti-human ideology. I'm tired of the idea that breathing is somehow harmful to the environment. And I'm tired of being called crazy when I suggest that this is anti-human and alien. I can't think of any other explanation for it. It sounds like it's, it sounds like it's alien to me. But this is what tyrants do. This is what communists do and fascists do. They have to degrade you and demoralize you and make you less than human. So you'll capitulate to the state as the new God. That's why they're atheistic. Hope hears this a lot.
1: (laughs) I've heard this spiel so many times. Like Even when we're driving, I'm like, do you just need to vent right now?
0: I have conspiracy (laughs) Tourette's.
1: Moon landing.
0: You know, just stuff comes out like that. We only have a few minutes left. Would you like to add anything else? You never seen a UFO. You had one shadow person at the end of your bed.
1: Have you seen a UFO?
0: Yes, but I identified it later. It was a plane. I'm not, so, n- nothing I've identified as an alien spaceship, no.
1: What about your paranormal experiences?
0: I've seen a lot of hat men in West Virginia. Mm. That house I showed you, my great-grandma's house, her for- former great-grandma's house that she died, And I saw stuff when I lived in Florida, uh, stuff when I lived in West Virginia when I was in high school. I did see somebody dressed up in a Civil War uniform on the front porch, like a Northern Civil War uniform. Big gold buttons, very distinct, still in my memory. Uh, Black mist, I've seen that. But this was before I ever knew what that stuff was. It wasn't like I was being influenced. I I had never seen the grudge. And I told people I saw this black mist and like, oh, like the grudge is like, I don't know what that is. Never Mm -hmm. seen the grudge. So I had seen things and heard things and felt things and perceived things. And I wasn't allowed to watch those kinds of movies because my, my household was very Christian. Mm-hmm. And then I started to learn, oh, other people have seen this too. That's where you get the ideas for those movies and those TV shows. Right. That's where you get the ideas for them because people have experienced them. So yeah, I've had a lot of those experiences.
1: Well, and even back in Bloomfield, you have too. You said like Ouija boards flying off the wall. Yeah, that
0: Ouija board that Karen gave me, mm-hmm. it it launched itself somehow off the wall and not just like it fell on my books.
1: Right, and it's not like we have earthquakes in New York either.
0: It it fell, and there were other things on the wall that didn't come off, but that board came off and went across the room. Not because, the board's not evil, but something knocked it off the wall. That doesn't mean it's also evil. That means something could want to communicate. So it's like, hey, right. get on the board.
1: Yeah, hey, come on.
0: It's not necessarily, I didn't feel anything evil or dark. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a tool. That's all the Ouija board is. Um, but I think that's, a, let's hit the brakes because we're going to come up right to the hour if we don't hit the brakes tonight. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website if you'd like to subscribe to the show. All the travel logs are going to be in the archive. If they're not already, they should all, all be up and all be active to listen and to download I know it's a little bit different, but I appreciate you guys sticking with us for the last couple of weeks. Probably be about five weeks in total, and then we'll be back in studio doing the typical Monday through Friday, two hours a night show. Get some guests on once we get back. But until then, this is log number, what is it, six? six. log six, May 11th, 2021. Do you have any final words or final thoughts tonight, Hope?
1: No, I just wanted to say thank you again for giving me a platform for my voice to be heard. I know a lot of people have been influenced by what you have to say and what I have to say. And I just am grateful that you've welcomed me into this world.
0: You know what? We had a listener, uh, I believe her name was Emily. And she said that she had uh, changed her perception. What was it on, on family or Mm -hmm. because of things that you had said in the past.
1: Yeah. A conversation that we had a few months ago. So
0: someone had the complete change in perception and as per family and children that's pretty cool. It's pretty powerful. I think it's empowering. Mm-hmm. You know, we empower listeners. You empower us. Uh, otherwise I'm just a guy behind a microphone. I don't want to be a celebrity, but it's really nice to have people that, that message us and, yeah. and say the kind things that you do. So thank you very much. Um, and thank you for all the congratulations yes, on thank the you, engagement. Thank
1: you. They don't go unnoticed.
0: They do not go. unnoticed. we talk about them a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We talk about them a lot. Again, The Secret Teachings airs Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM, normally two hours a night, Monday through Friday, after Joe Rupin Lighting the Void. And our whole archive is at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact the show, how can listeners contact the show?
1: You can check out the website, which you just said, or you can send an email to rdgable at yahoo.com, R-D-G-A-B-L-E, at
0: yahoo.com at yahoo.com and then the only social media page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings you'll also find my personal facebook page they're linked up it's one page Ryan Gable or the secret teachings page you can find either one either or by visiting the other that's on facebook the only social media page that we have this is the secret teachings on the fringe fm travel log number 6 may 11th 2021 stay safe stay informed stay healthy And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Thanks for joining me tonight.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Have a good night. We'll talk to you soon.